0: Rest in peace, big
1: Welcome back to a Brothers got next, as always. It's your boy Quab, and I'm honored to be joined by Darian D. What up, player?
0: What's up, man? I, I love I love the honored. You know what I mean? That's uh, it's always a good look when you know you feel honored <laughs> to be around to be around somebody you talk to every day, and you know what I mean. So. I appreciate it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm just keeping it real, man. I appreciate having great people in my life and a close friend like you, man. And, you know, it's episode 28, man. I'm ready to get started. But before we do get started, D, tell us a little bit about the track we heard at the beginning of this podcast.
0: Oh, man. You know, of course, this is a near and dear to my heart. I'm excited that we played this track. It's a new track by Duo Live. Um, Obviously, if a lot of you hip hop heads who lived in New York or in Miami, these cats have been doing it for over 25 years. You got uh, OG Free and DJ Sid V. Shout out to them, by the way. Obviously, you know, um, people that know me, you know, OG Free is my my big brother in real life. You know what I mean? Not to say, you know, or like on a TV show or a movie or something like that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, he's my, he's my brother in real life. I'm not going to use his government name, but uh, yeah, shout out to them, man. They've been doing it, like I said, man, over 25 years in the game. You know, if you are an underground rap, like New York, Miami head, you know you 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 know them. You'll be familiar with them, but um, you know um, they're back. They haven't they haven't really released any music in a while, but um, this track is dope, man. Uh, you know DJ said we outdid itself on this one, and you know of course OG Free brought the lyrics. Um, and I love the love what they're talking about. I think it's the right timing for the song. Um, Absolutely, we're kind of going to get into you know it's kind of great segue. We're going to get into what we're going to first talk about. Um, and, um, of course, you know, they shouted out my niece and nephew, um, Makana and Tiana, shout out to them too. My, my, my niece and nephew, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, man, it, it's just, it's just a great song. I think everybody should go, you know, download, listen to it. The name of the song is called wild seed. Um, it actually came out like on I think September 23rd and you can find it on iTunes, Spotify, you know, all, all a pretty much digital platforms. So, um, uh, you know, I recommend everybody go try to, you know, download the, um, download that song. I think I think you'll like it.
1: Now, speaking of Duo Live, it takes me back to actually college when we met back in 2002 and some of the songs that I was listening to back then. Yo, one of my favorite songs by them is Caught Up featuring oh, Talib Duh, that I used to have that song on repeat back in like 2006,
0: man, yeah. way back in the day. Yeah, shout out to Talib, by the way. Yeah, man, you know, yeah. uh, my brother, they grew up together, you know, in Bed-Stuy. They went to... um they went to Brooklyn Tech together, so uh, yeah, you know, um, Talib is a a a, a, a Beethoven or if, if you want to call him. But um, yeah, man, that that's one of that's actually one of my favorite tracks they've ever made. They they also have some other dope tracks. Um, I don't know if you remember this tr- track called uh, "Summer Stacks." Mm, I remember "Summer
1: Stacks." That was yeah, a thing too. Stone, yeah.
0: so that's one of my favorites too. Um, yeah, man, they have so many so many hits. Like I said, if you if you were in New York underground rap kind of head back in like you know I'm talking about 90s early 2000s even like you know they they started like in the late 80s you yep. know oh, kinda, way back in the day I know yeah. I'm kind of dating my brother a little bit but yeah you know what I mean so they've been like I said they've been in the game for over 25 years and um you know like it's funny, when i listen to this song i'm like man they're still nicer than a lot of the new cats that are out now you know what i mean oh uh, no
1: question yeah, no, that's, so, that's, um, yeah. that's 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 but you're right though that.
0: like it's like nostalgia cuz it takes me back to right our college days even when i was in high school i was record. yeah you know what yeah. i mean so um yeah man i'm i'm glad they are back and you know i'm looking forward to the, when the album comes out and we got to have them on you know obviously that's my my big brother so i got to yeah we got we got to get them on here to Maybe when the album drops, we can get like a little exclusive from them. You know what I mean?
1: I would like that. That would be real dope. That would be yeah. But like you said, it's a it's a perfect transition into our first topic. You know, the song "Wild Seed." If you if you hear the end of it, he talks about you know uh, Brianna Taylor, and you know it's unfortunate that we have to start our podcast with a topic as heavy as this one, but. We also understand the importance and the relevance of it at the time. So, D. Obviously, we heard some some news this week about um, how none of the officers were indicted in, in Brianna
0: Taylor's well, death. Well, um, one was, one was, one was. Well, well, let me charge. let me rephrase.
1: Let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. He was indicted on on charges of endangerment while firing into a blindly into an apartment, but he wasn't right. indicted for Brianna Taylor's murder. So, yeah, my apologies. Want to correct right. that. So, I just wanted to get your thoughts on on how that went down if you were surprised or not i just want to get some of your thoughts on that
0: yeah yeah that's a perfect what you just said i I'm, I hate to say this in this day and age and how you know since we've been kind of living but i'm not surprised anymore man i mean i'm more surprised if they the officers do get charged and they do get indicted and it does go to trial i mean that's more of a surprise than if you know they don't get charged you know what i mean so i wasn't really surprised I mean, this <laughs> is america man like I mean, you see how we're treated, and you know, as far as black people in this country, and I just find it funny how, you know, <laughs> the one officer that got charged, he got charged for endangering the neighbors of Breonna Taylor, like the the right, yeah, the, so the apartment complex, exactly. Like pretty much, he he got mm-hmm. he got charged for shooting at the wall of like the neighbors. Like, oh my bad, like you know, my fault. I was shooting at you know y'all. Like I was mean, I was mean to shoot shoot them, and it's almost like comical like wait a minute so you're only getting charged for endangering people but not for for actually killing somebody murdering somebody and it's funny I got it I was Mm -hmm. talking to somebody this week and we got into like a little argument and uh, she was like well you know there was no intent for the officers to go kill her so why should the officers be charged and I'm like okay but you can't just let somebody off they still murdered somebody. They still took a human life. You know what I mean? They still, she had nothing to do with what they were going there for. And on, on top of that, they went to the, they went to the wrong place. Like, I guess, I mean, apparently they say like the person they were looking for, their male went there. And I guess she knew him, but he wasn't there. So they literally went into somebody's house and, you know, I, I, I heard the stupid, um, thing that Charles Barkley said last night about, well, the boyfriend shot first. Well, yeah, I think if somebody's, you know, you think somebody's breaking into your apartment or where you live, they have every right to defend themselves. You know what I mean? So this whole stupid notion that, oh, well, the boyfriend shot first. Well, yeah, I would probably would have done the same thing. And then they end up killing Brianna Taylor, who was not armed. You know what I mean? So you didn't even kill or, you know, I guess I don't know if they wounded the boyfriend, but you didn't even kill him. You killed Brianna Taylor. And not to say, like, I mean, even if you killed the boyfriend, it would have been right either. But you kill somebody that was even unarmed. So I think it's this whole notion of like, well, there was no intent, you know, for them to kill her. They didn't go there k- trying to kill her. They didn't know her. It doesn't matter. They still took a human life, an innocent human life. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's just, it's just, just baffling. And it's just, it just goes to show that a lot of these laws in this country, and especially where you live or whatever state you live in or county, this is why it's so important to vote on the local level. Because... You have this asinine things like these happening where, you know, you have the no-knock rule where they didn't have to knock. They can just come in and start shooting or start, you know, doing whatever they want to do. And I just think law enforcement has way too much leeway in this country and way too much, like, power. And that's why you have to vote. You know what I mean? You have to get people in there that are going to be like, put these officers in check. And, like, when you kill somebody, especially when it was a wrongfully, you know, a wrongful death, they should be going to jail. They should be charged. You know, I don't want to hear that crap oh there was no intent, and that's not the law well, the law is stupid it needs to change you know what I mean the law that doesn't make any sense and the reason why the law doesn't make any sense is because again those are not the right people that in there representing the the people the mass in you know in that state you know like who who would vote for yeah you know what I just want the police to come in whenever they want don't knock don't identify themselves and come and start shooting and then end up shooting somebody innocent and getting it wrong like oh my bad, I just killed somebody but yeah, I shouldn't I shouldn't go to jail. I shouldn't be charged. So yeah, man, I could go on and on about this, but that's just pretty much how I feel.
1: Yeah, you know, I once again, man, we're always on the same page with this stuff. And I'm just really getting tired of people always saying, well, you know, they they always try to find an excuse for why a person was murdered or what, you know, they always, you know, they'll say, well, her boyfriend attacked first. But like you said, man, like you have a a right to defend your home. You have a right to defend your property. So if somebody barges into my apartment, I'm going to do the same thing. And. You know, I, I really encourage everybody to to. Um, there's a there's a documentary I watched on Hulu. It's actually um, a series called The New York Times Presents, and it's it's about the killing of Breonna Taylor. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh and yeah, man, you I've, know, seen it's, it. I've seen it. I've seen. I've been watching, but I've seen it. Yeah, and
1: it's yeah. it's it's hard to watch. It's hard to watch, but it. It really gives you a background into the type of person she was and and how it's affected her friends and family and sometimes I put myself in in, in their shoes like if I were a, a, a you know a sibling of the person that got killed and how how upsetting it would be to me if you know you see what's happening and nobody gets charged and, and well they don't get charged for the murder at least and just supposed to move on for nothing and nobody's held accountable and, and that's the most disturbing thing. And we keep hearing it over and over. And, and what's happening now is you're getting people that are starting to become immune to hearing news like this. Like you almost expect it to happen now. You know, like you're not surprised by anything you hear when, you know, well, the per- officer wasn't arrested. Nobody was held accountable. Now we just have to move on. But obviously there's still people out there fighting and protesting. But, you know, you start to feel I know I do. I'll admit it. I start to feel levels of hopelessness after a while. Like, man, I don't I don't feel like things are ever going to change and i hate to feel that way um but this is what this is what has happened and you know i know we we sound like a broken record when we talk about the importance of voting um but you know people have to understand that when it comes to these attorney generals and and all these other positions that affect the outcomes of these of these situations that's what happens you got to vote the right people in um and Absolutely. it's not this is not this is not a quick fix it's going to take years and years for things like this to change and for us to see you know um, a lot of differences, but yeah, you know, it, it's, it's, it's super important. It's super important for us to put the right people in place for, um, for people to really suffer the consequences of, of straight murder. There's no no way around it. She was
0: murdered. Right. Uh, I agree. And, and nobody's going to be
1: held accountable. So it's. <sighs> the. It's another another thing, her. you know,
0: before, before we go into our next topic, I think that I, that ticked me off this weekend that I heard, um, is that well? They they kept saying, well, the family got paid twelve and a half million dollars. So you know, what are they complaining about? Well, they lost their daughter and a family member. You can't bring back a human being.
1: Yeah, like no. you can't
0: replace a human being. So mm-hmm. money doesn't replace a human being. You know, like they're like, oh yeah, well they got twelve and a half million. So what are they complaining about? Why why are they still protesting? What are they, you know, why are they still making a big deal out of it? Well, the money has nothing to do with that a person's life was taken. You know, that doesn't replace a life. So I just it just really ticks me off when I hear, well, they, you know, they end up, you know, the, the Louisville ended up paying the family. OK, that that's, doesn't help the mom or any of her family members like they still lost a daughter and a and a family member. So, yeah, it's just like I said, man, it's just it's just sad all around. And like you said, it just feels like hopelessness. and And like you said, we sound like a broken record, but. This is why we always, like you said, we always kind of, in past episodes, I've said, you got to vote and not just for the presidency. You have to vote locally, you know, mayors, you know, governors, councilmen, You like you said, attorney generals, um, you know, state legislators, because, you know, these are the people that are going to affect how your state is run. And when these things happen and, you know, when you have this outrageous kind of thing happen, this is why it happens because you didn't vote the right people in or the right people to represent you that are going to put, you know, the police officers in check, you know? So like you said, it's going to take years. I mean, I, I, unfortunately, I feel like it's going to take until we're like older, you know, to, for us to see some real change. Like, and I'm talking like 20 years down the road, you know, when we're in our 50s, yeah. you know, it's not going to, like you said, it's not going to be a quick fix. I wouldn't even say in 10 years, you know, it's probably going to take like a good 20 years for this to really, hopefully we see some type of change and it may be even just a small change. I don't want, I wouldn't, you know, I hate to say it, it may not even be big change. So yeah, man, like I said, man, it's just, we, I know we sound like a broken record, but as, as me and Quabba both said, you know, we will continue to use our platform to talk about these issues and situations because we're both, you know, two young black men, you know, in America and you already know how it is for us. You know, how what we have to deal with on a day to day basis, not just, you know it's it's a day to day thing a day to day struggle for us so you know i'm always going to use my platform to you know fight for social justice you know and you know and try to talk about racism when it happens especially for our people you know what i mean
1: absolutely absolutely
0: yeah. well said man all right man so I I
1: listened to something this week, D, and, uh, you know, I was chilling at the crib, and I started watching some Mike Tyson highlights. You know, I love Iron Mike, you know. I know you kind of dissed Iron Mike a little bit for him trying to come back and fight, and who knows if that fight's even going to happen at this point, whatever
0: I, but... hope I, I, I hope it doesn't. And I'll keep saying I hope it doesn't. I
1: think you secretly... I do not want to happen. see
0: him, a 50-something-year-old man, fight another 50-something-year-old man. Uh, you, you're going to
1: watch it, though, D. You're going to watch it.
0: Okay, but like you said, you're paying for it. I'm just going to pay for the food. <laughs> I'm cool with that. That's a good deal.
1: <laughs> no, but with that said, man, you know, Mike Tyson has some of the greatest spo- uh, quotes in, in sports
0: history. I don't oh, think there's any, yes, he does. any question about that. that. We used to always, in college, like... We would like Google or YouTube his quotes, and like oh. it would be like a whole night, like session we do, and just we'd just be dying laughing all night. Yeah, no question, no question. So it, it had me thinking about a segment that we we're calling uh, Who Said That?
1: All right, so okay. the, how this is gonna work is I'm just gonna quiz you a little bit. I'm gonna give you a few quotes, and I'm it's gonna be multiple choice. I'm gonna give you some funny sports quotes, at least hilarious in my opinion. I think you'll agree. I'm gonna give you some quotes, and you're gonna guess who the quote is by. All right, you ready to go? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm ready. All right, and of course, D's not gonna look up the answers or anything no, like no. that. This is, no, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. of course. So, all right. The first one is <laughs> I gotta I gotta contain myself here. <laughs> I I <laughs> I want people to say I was a pretty good ball player and a pretty good person. Anybody who's going to stand between me getting there, they need to be eliminated.
0: Is this oh, can remember this one. But is go this with A,
1: Manny Ramirez, mm-hmm. B, Barry Bonds, mm-hmm. C, Milton Bradley?
0: C, Milton Bradley. I remember that.
1: <laughs> Yo, that was your boy,
0: dog. Yo, he, okay, so he has one of the, so one of my favorite, like, like just meltdown highlights of any, you know, in, of any sport is Milton Bradley when he threw the bases. I forgot who they were playing. I think they were playing like the Padres. He's were the Dodgers. And yo, he had one of the biggest meltdowns I've ever seen. It was hilarious. Like, I I couldn't stop watching. Like, and even when they kept showing it over and over, like he was literally going base to base and just throwing the bases, and then like cursing at the umpire. And he ended up getting, of course, he got thrown out. But it took him like a while, like to leave the field. I was like, what is going on here? And then, and, and it's funny because like, okay, I thought that was like the worst of it, but his post game interviews are even better. And that's when he made that quote, and I was like, "Okay, like, what is what? I'm like, what is up with this dude? And you know, the crazy thing is, he was a good ball player. He was like, I remember he was an all star a, a, a few times. So it was like, yo, what is this dude's deal? But yeah, Milton Bradley's definitely one of the most memorable baseball players I'll, I'll remember for the rest of my life. You know what was funny about him, Sue? He has such
1: a soft voice. Yeah, like his he did. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you know, I didn't mean to get that upset. And uh... <laughs> it's like, yeah, this doesn't sound like a dude that was just throwing bases around. Like, what's going on right now?
0: Yeah, audience, if you get a chance, just Google, like, Milton Bradley, like, YouTube it. it, it it'll it make your night. It'll make your day.
1: That dude is crazy, man.
0: Yeah, dude. But yeah, you got that one right, obviously. second
1: one we got here. This 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 particular basketball player was asked why he shot so many three pointers. His answer was because there are no fours. Was this a J.R. Smith, b. Antoine Walker, c. Russell Westbrook? I mean, Brooke, Sorry. Oh wow,
0: Well, this is a tough one. I don't remember. I only
1: yeah. He, I I, there I only.
0: The reason he shot so many threes are because there are no fours. Okay, all right. So I know Westbrook was the last choice. What were the first two choices? Just give me a. T- a is J R Smith. B is Antoine Walker. C Russell Westbrook. Okay, I'm probably gonna get this wrong, but is it was it B Antoine Walker? B Antoine Walker, you got it. Yeah, because <laughs> I was like, I, I don't remember J R Smith, and he said some he said some crazy things too. And Russell Westbrook doesn't really say crazy things like that. He's more of like, you know, he's a, he's just so intense. Um, so yeah, I figured it was a- Antoine Walker.
1: You know what's interesting about Antoine Walker is, like, I, I remember him being – like, I looking okay, my opinion on him is, is I, I can't figure out if I liked him or not because he actually was – I believe he was a four-time all-star. Like, he was actually a pretty good player. It's just that he was just so inefficient, and for some reason, I just – his game bothered me.
0: I don't know what it was. Do you, do you feel me on that, D? I feel yeah, like we, something
1: we, about his game is do that bothering
0: dumb, me. He used to do that dumb shimmy move. A day. little shimmy <laughs> After he made, like, a three or something, I was like, okay, you don't have to do it every time, but, um, you know, it's funny, yeah, I mean, like, you know, it's funny, you end up winning a championship with, with the Heat, remember, with the, the first wave?
1: Oh, okay, That's yeah, the first, first, yeah. Yeah,
0: he won a championship, but I just felt like when Boston got rid of him, they got better, you know what I mean? I know, you know, at one point, it was him and Paul Pierce, but I think Boston made the right choice in trading him away, because I remember, remember, I don't know if you remember this, but... Boston was criticized, kind of saying, like, okay, well, you're giving away – they thought – a lot of people in Boston thought they were giving away the better player in Antoine Walker than in Paul Pierce. And, you know, they ended up keeping Paul Pierce. And Boston yeah. went through a little, you know, stretches, where they weren't that good, you know, until Paul got – you know, they had the big three with Garnett and Ray Allen. But I just always thought it was a better move because I just thought, like, once Antoine Walker left, he wasn't that star. Like, Paul, Paul Pierce was still, like, that star, that all-star – I just felt like Antoine Walker wasn't that guy anymore. Once he left, it was just like, yeah, he was like maybe a good third option, fourth option. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, no, I
1: agree. I never thought he was like a solid, uh, like a number one dude. No. I always thought he was like a good two or even three. And as far as his shimmy goes, you got to remember, Steph Curry kind of does that too. I guess that's why Steph Curry does rub some people the wrong way, especially Questy. He can't stand Steph Curry. <laughs> <laughs> but at least Steph Curry hits threes at a high clip. Anton Walker was... Kind of inefficient. He wasn't the most efficient dude in the world. So, well,
0: I will say this: like when he got to Miami, he started to he, like the reason why they won. They won that championship is he actually hit some big threes. Yeah, you're right. He didn't. He didn't hit them in the volume that Stephen Curry hit him, but he actually came with big. He would hit, you know, the big ones. You know what I mean? The ones that counted. You know. So, I will give him that.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: All right, let's go on to the next
1: one. All right, this is a very short quote. Okay. I don't. It's, the quote is: "You cannot change the stripes of a leopard." Okay, I don't know how people people know animals that well. Uh, leopards don't have stripes; <laughs> they have spots. Okay. <laughs> Was this a Antonio Brown, b Emmett Smith, c Floyd Mayweather? You cannot change the stripes of a
0: leopard. Okay, so I, wow, they they all have <laughs> issues as far as what they say and all that too. Oh, God. they're all not the
1: smartest athlete in the world. Exactly. Uh, yeah,
0: uh, Mr. Wordsmith. Um, so. Uh, Oh, Antonio
1: man. Brown, Emmett Smith, Floyd Mayweather.
0: You cannot change the stripes of a leopard. All right, I, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm. It's down to two, but <laughs> I guess if I had to, if I had to pick, um, I'm probably like I said. I don't know if I get this one right. Was it Floyd? Ooh, you got this one wrong. It was boy Emmitt Smith. Really?
1: What is Because <laughs> I thought a thought I thought it was either Floyd or uh, Antonio Brown. It was Emmett Smith. The word Smith, as you know, as we know him better as yeah, now words. D. I, D. You're very good at recommending clips. You have to tell them what they have to watch when it comes to Emmett
0: Smith. So there's a clip on if you Google or go to YouTube. It's called um Jimmy Kimmel actually um did it, and it's, it's a it's a Jimmy Kimmel montage of Emmett Smith when he was with ESPN when he was commentating and he was on um I think Monday night. Uh, countdown and he, it's called wordsmith I, i'm telling you right now it's I, I i can't even tell you how funny it is and how you will oh, probably man. watch it like four or five times just like you it just it's unbelievable but funny at the same time it's one of the funniest clips i've ever seen man yes
1: it's on this yes. uh, google emmett smith wordsmith it'll come up Mm-hmm. And some of the things he says, man, we we uh, this te- this team got blowed out. It's uh This it's some of the best quotes you'll ever hear, man. Does I
0: mean do look good?
1: Duh, yeah. <laughs> He's the <laughs> only dude I know that corrects himself with the wrong word. How do you it's say not- does? And then I mean, oh my bad,
0: do look good. It's <laughs> like oh my god. Yeah, yeah, definitely but, Google it or YouTube it.
1: One of the greatest running backs of all time, but yeah, he he wasn't the best on TV though. I think we can all admit that.
0: Yeah, TV's not for everybody. I think that's a prime everybody. example of just because you're a former athlete that you can just transition to TV. That's a prime example of that. It doesn't always work that way, you know? Yeah, no, nah, you're absolutely right. All right,
1: okay. let's go. Let's go on. To the, let's go to the next one. All right. So this particular player was in court because he threw a, he threw somebody through a barroom window. All right. So this is the exchange between him and the judge. The judge said, hey, your sanctions are community service and a fine. Do you have any regrets? This particular athlete's answer was, "Yeah, my only regret is we weren't on a higher floor." <laughs> so is this, is this a Lawrence Taylor, b Bill Romanowski, Ooh, c there. Charles Barkley? Wow! Okay, I tried to so... give I tried to give you athletes that all have like similar like troubling yeah. like backgrounds.
0: Okay, so I don't know if I'll get this one right because I'm just going off the person that's like he obviously was in trouble all the time. Is it Lawrence Taylor? It is not Lawrence Taylor. Good guess,
1: though. I, I wanted to make this one hard for you. It was actually Charles Barkley. I was a little surprised, but I remember Charles Barkley had, like, some issues in the 90s. Like, he would kind of get into scuffles and, of course, on and off the court, so...
0: Yeah, it was actually yeah, Charles, Charles Barkley. I thought it would be Lawrence Taylor because, you know, Lawrence Taylor was always in trouble, like always.
1: Always, always. So great, I'm yeah, that, one of. Arguably my favorite. the greatest that's one of my favorite
0: player ever in the NFL, but he was always in trouble.
1: He might be the most intimidating and best defensive player till this day still. Well, he
0: broke Theismann's leg, and yeah. there was a – okay, there was a – now, I don't know how true this is, but everybody has heard it, that – Supposedly he used to like just leave game checks in his locker. Like he wouldn't he would just leave them there. Like Must yeah, be nice. I know. He was like, Yeah, I'm I haven't cashed it yet. I was like, okay.
1: Yeah, but yeah. that's oh, sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. My only regret is we weren't on a higher floor. First of all, I don't know if you want to say that to a judge.
1: Like, why would you say that?
0: So what was the incident? <laughs> Do you remember? Like, did was he getting like provoked? Did they, they like try to assault him like I don't remember that
1: you know it's funny Um, I don't really re- obviously it happened a while ago Um, I don't really remember like the story but I just know that it was like it was it was like a popular Charles Barkley story from back in the day um, but yeah he's throwing people through barroom windows you know, you know Spuddy D I feel like we've always had this infatuation with like bar fights not that we've ever wanted to be in one but we've always been like fascinated by them <laughs>
0: Well, because remember, like, when we were in college, we used to hear about, like, even people were, like, not that we really knew, but people, like, we knew through other people we were, like, oh, like, cause I've never, I've never seen one in, like, live, and I've never, I've never, you know, been, you know, I've never, um, like, like I, I guess I'm saying I've never witnessed one, and I've never, you know, really known anybody close to me that's been one, so it was always like, oh, yeah, you remember blah, 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 or somebody, like, we knew through somebody else, like, oh, yeah, I remember him, and they were like, yeah, he got into a bar fight i was like really and i'd be like dang i was i was never there when that happens. yeah i feel
1: like you secretly want to see one it, it always it, you know it's always like the same thing it's either you get hit upside the head with one of two things it's either like a a, a a glass bottle or it's like a chair they always get hit with chairs it's like yo what is going on right now <laughs> <laughs> so this happened actually back in 1997 when he was playing for the rockets
0: oh okay gotcha
1: yeah yeah so i because I, I think barkley retired in like 99 so this happened like more towards the end of his career i would think it was when he was younger so he was he was at, um he was at a bar in orlando and i guess some dude uh threw a cup of ice at him for some weird reason what? the dude's name what? was? the dude's name was lugo i don't know why the story needed to say that his name was lugo i don't know why that matters <laughs> But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, who knows? He was probably mad about something, you know. sports what fans super. Yeah, time. like
0: it, did they lose or what? Did like they yeah. lose a bet or something? I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm not throwing nothing at Charles Barkley. You know what I mean? Any athlete, to be honest. No,
1: Charles oh, yeah. Barkley was
0: what six five two eighty, whatever he was. I'm not. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, and I have nothing to prove. Like you know, there's nothing he could have done for me to throw a drink at him or ice like. Even if it was like I betted on him or he like had a bad game, I'm like, damn, or he beat my favorite team, I'm not doing that. Like, okay. Yeah, it's like, not that serious. Yeah, yeah it's sports. Serious. Like, okay. It's just it is what it is. I
1: right, D, let's get to the next one. So uh the following boxer after losing said, I'll probably just fade to Bolivian. <laughs> all right? So for people <laughs> that aren't for people that aren't too familiar with geography, all right. Bolivia is a country in South America. I think this athlete meant to say oblivion, but he said <laughs> Bolivian. A. Mike Tyson. B. Adrian Broner.
0: C. Evander Holyfield. Um. Okay. Because <laughs> I know I know a lot of Mike quotes. I don't think it's Mike, even though it might be. Okay. I, I'm, I'm gonna go. Don't overthink I'm, this one, D. Don't overthink this. One. <laughs> oh. Okay. No, because that's so obvious, though. I don't want to. Be- <laughs> Is it is it Mike? I probably shouldn't even have said that. It is Mike Tyson. <laughs> oh my god! Because at first all, I was going to say Adrian Broner. Because see, the thing is with Evander Holyfield, I feel like he didn't say a lot of stupid things. A lot of people just thought he was slow because the way yeah. he talked. But he wasn't. He didn't really say a lot of stupid things. He never like said anything like, "Oh, you know," like I don't remember any memorable quotes from Evander Holyfield. It's just a lot of people thought he was slow. Yeah,
1: yeah, he, yeah, he, he exactly,
0: exactly. Yeah, they thought he was kind of slow.
1: I'll probably just fade the
0: Bolivian. <laughs> he has so many though. Man, he has so many.
1: I will say this though. Uh Adrian Broner, I don't know if you ever saw his press conference after he lost to Pacquiao, which he claims he won. He got dominated. <laughs> he lost like every round, he. Every single round, he's talking about. I, oh, saw oh, the yeah. I know you don't. Yeah, he's like, he, I get one of his quotes. Says, you know, I beat that boy. Like everybody was looking at him, like, "Uh, you lost like every round." So one of the one of the uh, one of the uh, questions to him was like, "You know, what makes you think you beat him?" And he said, "Well, you know, it's like," he said, "Well, you know, it's it's like when when you want hand when you want cheese on that burger, you, you know what you looking for." And they were looking at him like, well, "What does that even <laughs> what does that even mean?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> when you want cheese on that burger, you know what you're looking for. So that was, his, that you, was his so. I'm gonna tell so the, the audience another thing too, and um, shout out to my boy uh, Brandon Cole, my actually my cousin B Cole, um, who put me onto this. So Adrian Broner has a documentary. Um, it's like a it's like a self documentary, like he did it himself, um, and you just have to watch it. I don't I can't even describe to you just what you're gonna witness in that documentary, but it's, like, hilarious and almost, like, is this real kind of thing? Like, like, nah, this can't be real. This can't be going on in his life. You know what I mean? It
1: just comes across as, like, a fake Mayweather to me. Like, exactly. He, lost the like, so he
0: made his own documentary, and um, I forgot what it's called, but I, I, you know, Brandon put me onto it. I saw it, and I remember just after watching it, like, uh, I was, like, I don't, I don't, not only did I waste hours of my life, but I just thought my brain cells were just you know, I was. Like, I think I lost IQ IQ points. I'm like, yeah, this oh is. Gosh. It was just, yeah. Like, I I recommend if you can if you can find it to anybody, just watch it. And I'm sure you're gonna be like, yo, what is this? Um, yeah, Adrian Broner self documentary.
1: That I don't even know if I want to waste my time watching that, but I bet you it's super entertaining. So it is. It awesome. is. I will give him that. Yes. Yeah. When you want when you want ham on that burger, a cheat. No, you said cheese on that burger. Like what? What does that have to do with with anything? What kind of analogy is that? Or metaphor? What kind of metaphor is that? What's the reason you lost? Why do you think you won? Well, when you want cheese on that burger, you know what you're looking for.
0: Oh, okay. Was was that to the judges? I mean, it wasn't to the audience because we clearly saw a different fight than you did. You know I beat that boy. (laughs)
1: <laughs> All right, man, so <laughs> that'll do it. I thought, I thought I'd throw a couple of quotes at you, man. But, you know, obviously, next time you can quiz me on whatever. That was a little pop quiz for you. I'll, I'll be ready to go next time okay. if you want to okay. throw some stuff gotcha. at me. But let's go ahead and move along to the next topic, man. You know, obviously, NFL, that's what we do. We thrive on that. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the 2-0 teams um, that are still out there. You know, so we're, we're going to skip on talking about like the Ravens and the Chiefs, because I feel like we don't need to buy. We don't need to like talk about if we're in or we're out on those teams. Like, I think we can both agree those teams are really good. Right. The Chiefs won the Super Bowl. The Ravens were the number one seed last year. I don't think we need to say like, oh, yeah, I don't believe in them. Like, ah, no, those are the two best teams in the AFC. I don't even think there's an argument there. I mean, it's it's there's a couple they're of they're other two best, the two best teams in the league. You know, yeah, well, yeah, that that too. Exactly, exactly. But we're going to get into a segment called We In or We Out. We're going to talk about some of the two and O teams and pretty much, hey, do we believe in them? Is this for real? Because every year we see a team start two and O, three and O, even four and O, and they end up finishing seven and nine, six and 10. So let's go through a couple of teams. You'll give me if you're in or you're out. You ready? Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. All right, let's start. I think I know your answer to this one, but let's start with the Las Vegas. I still love saying that. Let's start with the Las Vegas Raiders. They're 2-0. Week one, they beat the Panthers. Everybody wasn't too sure if they were for real or not, like, all oh, the Panthers aren't very good. But week two, their their Vegas debut, they beat the Saints, a team a lot of people, including myself, thinks is a Super Bowl contender. You in or you out? The Raiders. Oh, I'm
0: so in. Wow. wow. Well, first of all, I mean, if anybody wants to go back to our, um, you know, two shows ago when we did, did our prediction before the season, I have the Raiders making the playoffs. And I even feel... More- more confident now, especially after that Saints win, because I did pick them to beat the Saints, you know, this past week. But you know, of course, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't as confident or sure because I know how good the Saints are. I was like, yeah, this can go. I can be looking like real stupid, you know, on Tuesday after the game, like, oh, damn, I got killed. But yeah, um, yeah, man, you know, I'm I'm sewing so on the Raiders. Like I said, I'm I'm big on Derek Carr. I've always been a Gruden guy. Um, you know, Darren Waller. You know, I think we need to start talking about him he's oh, like the best. He's the least, yeah. And then obviously, you know, their running back Josh Jacobs. Um, and like I said, man, they have an underrated defense. Like I love Jonathan Abrams in the secondary because um, I feel like he can cover any hits and he can tackle. Um, yeah, man, they they they're they're good, man. Like I said, I think they're legit. I mean, I know people are saying, well, it's only two games, but they did beat a good Saints team. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people said, well, they didn't have Michael Thomas, which is true. They didn't. Yep, yep. But, um, you know, I still thought it was a it was a big win, a huge win. And I, I remember you said last week, it, it's it's funny because I feel like if they had a crowd, it may have even been a bigger win. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? So, uh, that would yeah, man, have been I'm so awesome in on the Raiders.
1: I'm curious to see what the crowd in Vegas is even going to look like. Like, is it going to be super rowdy fans? Are they going to be a little more chill? Is it going to be somewhere in the middle? I don't think they're going to be as as rowdy or maybe I don't think the boobirds are going to come out as quickly as they would like in Philly, for example. Those are super passionate fans, but is it going to be like Kansas City? I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to expect from a from a Vegas crowd. So I'm going to be, very, you know, interested in seeing that next season. You know what, for me on the Raiders, I'm still going to say I'm out. And it's not because I haven't been impressed so far. It's because I still want to kind of see them go through the, the and look, they, they've beat who's in front of them. I don't like when people say like, oh, they haven't played anybody. Well, first of all, they played the Saints. But not only that, I still want to kind of see them go through the tough part of their schedule, which is coming up. Dude, their next four games are brutal. They got new. They're at New England. Then they have Buffalo. Then they have Kansas City. Then they have Tampa. If they can get out but of some that, some of
0: those games are at home, right? They're they're not. They're yeah, not... they're
1: at New England. Uh, I'm sorry, they're at New England. They're yeah, at New England. Home against Buffalo. At Kansas City. Home versus Tampa. All right. So that's going to be a really interesting stretch. Those four games. If they can win three, if they can go two and two, or even go three and one in that four game stretch, then I'll buy into them. I, okay. I, I don't love the defense as much as you do. I mean, the first week they allowed 30 points against the Panthers. Last week, um, 24 is, is pretty good to hold New Orleans, to. But obviously, like you said, that was probably without their best player. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that's not their fault. But I still want to see a little bit more. I don't know if they're a playoff team. I, I'm, I'm out as of right now. But like I said, I want to see what they do in this four-game stretch. Gotcha. All right.
0: So the next team we'll do is my Steelers. You in or you out? I'm so in. I don't even know why you put them on the list. Like they're yeah, nah, they're legit. Like okay, granted I know they played the the Giants and the Broncos who were not very good, but I I like I said I picked them again another pick of mine's in the preseason that I that I picked to make the playoffs. I like I said I actually have you guys with the same record, but the Ravens I just have the Ravens winning the division, um just by you know ties and all that crap. But um nah man the Steelers are legit. I mean look you have a veteran quarterback. Who looks like he's kind of he's back, and um, you know, he can stay healthy. I think you guys are good. I love you guys' defense. You know, I love Watt. I love Dupree. You know, Hayden. You know, uh, Fitzpatrick. I mean, you know, the list goes on. So, I, I really, I'm, I'm sold, man. I'm, I'm, I'm totally you on know, on the uh, Steelers. Uh, so, yeah, I don't really have much more to say about them.
1: Yeah, I think the reason I put them on this list is because. So obviously I watch, I watch Steeler games a little closer than a non fan might, you know, you look at week one against a a weak giants team. I don't think anybody was surprised by that outcome, but you look at week two against the Broncos, you have Jake Driscoll in the game after Drew Locke gets hurt in the first quarter. And they allowed a lot of big plays. It's just like, why is Jeff Driscoll throwing downfield and, you know coming in throwing two touchdowns and over 200 something yards against a defense that I think has top 5 potential they have like you said you named all our playmakers i think there's some concerns there um the, the the offense is still really young really young receivers a lot a lot of drops just there's some sloppiness there and i think they need to clean it up they actually have the longest turnover streak since the merger and i you know they have 25 straight games where they've turned over the ball so they can just get very sloppy um so I think that's the reason I put them on this list. Now, this may shock you. I'm only going to say I'm out right now because I'm not sure they can contend right now with the Chiefs or the Ravens. I think by midseason, we'll we'll know this team a little bit better.
0: Remember, they haven't made the playoffs in two years, so it's not like they've been hot recently. Yeah, but can I ask you a question before yeah. you, uh, you finish? Like, but why do they have to compete with the Ravens and the Chiefs? Like, if the Ravens and the Chiefs are the two best teams – they can certainly make the wild card. I mean, I don't. I guess, are you looking for more for them, like, as a Super Bowl contender, or are you kind of like, you know, oh, yeah, no, they, I think they're a good team. Oh, you know, they'll be in the playoffs. Like, that's how I'm looking at them. They, like, they're a good mm-hmm. team. I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl, but they. I think they they, they definitely have a shot and opportunity. But I, I don't know. Like, I guess, I don't know how you're looking at it, because if you're looking at them to be the, the top two teams, then, yes, then I agree with you, but they can definitely be the number – I mean, it, since they're not going to win the division, they can definitely be the number five, mm-hmm. you know, you know, wild card seed, and they can probably win a playoff game, you know what I mean? So they're going to be t- – you know, if they make it, they're going to be a tough out cause of, just because of, of of that defense, you know, not even their offense, you know. So I, I guess it depends on what you're looking for.
1: Yeah, and that's a good point too. I do expect them to be a playoff team, like you said. Go back and listen to our predictions episode. But I just think they need to they, – they're a little sloppy in their wins. I know it should it's not always about style points. A win is a win. I'm sure you'll take a win regardless of how you get it. Oh, uh, sure- yeah. Just thinking yes. about my team last week. <laughs> oh, dude, that was <laughs> – <laughs> One of the most the, the craziest games I've ever seen. That Falcons Cowboys game. So, yeah, so. Um,
0: when I say I'm out, I'm I'm pretty much saying I'm not sure how good they are yet. I think they're still. Yeah, some just like okay, just like the Raiders, like okay, I know, I don't want to backtrack, but like with the Raiders, I'm only expecting them to make the playoffs. Like I think I had them not winning their the playoff game then when once they get in. But I'm just saying they'll be a playoff team. I'm not expecting the Raiders to go to the Super Bowl. I just think you have to know what your expectations are. Like if you obviously if you think the Steelers are a Super Bowl contender, then yeah, I agree with you then, right. They can't hang with the, the Ravens or the, or the Chiefs in my eyes. But if, if you're saying, like, they're a playoff team that could possibly win a playoff game and maybe upset or get to the AFC Championship game, yeah, I don't, I don't see why not, you know? Okay,
1: okay. Yeah. Well, we, will, we will see. So the next team we got, um, I'm really interested in your take on this team, especially since you picked them to not make the playoffs to actually have a bad <laughs> year. The Green Bay Packers, you in or you
0: out? I'm still out. Now I know people are probably like, well, my mm. husband, why is he still out? Cause it's so crazy. They've already, they already have, um, cause they, they've already won two games in the division, which is, which is big. I get, I get that. But remember I said this, you know, before the season started that this division is going to be the weakest division to me. Like I think whoever wins this division is going to win like eight and eight, nine and seven. They'll, they'll, you know, they'll make, they'll, you know, they'll only have one team come out of that uh, division. Now, my Vikings pick is not looking too great because Kirk Cousins looks absolutely awful. I picked them, too. too. I picked them, too. Yeah, yeah. so... Um, but I still... Okay, they've only played people in a division, which I think that division... To me, this is just to me, you could argue and say that may be the weakest division mm-hmm. in football to me, but, um, you know, I, I still want to see more. So I'm still out on the Packers. Like, yes, they they beat... First of all, okay, I, I had them losing the first game, but I had them beating the Lions this past week. So... I'm not gonna jump up and be like, oh wow, they beat the Lions, so they're two and zero. Like, I already had them winning that game. It's just the 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 first game of the season I had them losing. So yeah, I'm still out. I still want to see more. Now I don't I don't have the schedule up, but I would say the next few, you know, three or four games will be very telling, and then it'll really tell me what direction they're going in, and if I'm wrong or if I'm proven right, you know. So we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, they that's a that's a good point. They're at New
1: Orleans Sunday night. Then they Ooh. got the Falcons then they got the Falcons at home, and then they're at the Bucks and at the Texans. And uh, the Texans are obviously so all
0: not easy games. Now the Falcons game, you know, from last week you would think, yeah, that's a gimme. But um yeah, the, those other three games you named, those are not gonna be easy games. And I know people are saying, well, the Texans are 0-2. Well, yeah, the Texans are 0-2, but look who they played. They played Dog, the, the two team. best teams, like you the said, yeah, people, right in, in in the league. So yeah, like that doesn't mean anything. So yeah, I I would say don't be shocked if that four game stretch they go one and three. Would you be shocked? You know if they're if they're three and three by the end of six games? I it's wouldn't. not
1: impossible. It's not yeah. impossible. And and that's a good point you made about who the Texans have played. I mean, and now they got the Steelers like that. The scheduling gods were not friendly to the Texans mm-hmm. at all, at all. Right. Doodle I schedule. agree. So the Packers, I'm actually in only because, man, their offense is is cooking right now. Dude, the first two games, they have 43 points and 42 points. And I knew Aaron Rod- Aaron Jones, excuse me, was solid, but man, that dude is playing out of this world right now. So I think they're gonna be in a lot of shootouts. I think they're gonna be able to just outscore you. Um does that mean they'll get deep in the playoffs if they make it? Probably not, but I'm in mostly because of what you said, because that division's weak. I don't, the Vikings look like a disaster. It's still kind of early, you know, because, you know, every year we see a team start off hot, like I mentioned earlier, and then they'll fizzle out and we, we fall victim to these teams that are like, like the Eagles row into and the Vikings row two. it doesn't mean they're going to suck the whole year. They may turn it around and win five straight all of a sudden, but um, I'm going to say that I'm in right now because their offense looks unstoppable and Rodgers looks like he's back to being elite. So I'm, I'm going to say that I'm in. Right elite. Right. I just always think Yeah,
0: me short of Yeah, Eli Leach. <Leite.
1: laughs> oh, what he's talking about Eli Manning? Yeah. Eli Eats? Eli Eats, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm in right now. Now, we'll stay in that same division. I think I can't, we kind of gave away our answer based off of what we think about the division. What about the 2-0 and o Bears? You in or you
0: out? I'm out. I'm out. I'm so out. Like I, Okay, I know they beat. The Lions, who are not that good. I've never been sold on the Lions. You know how I feel about the Lions. You're not then, a Lions guy. <laughs> no, at all. And then they beat a bad Giants team who lost Saquon Barker, who lost their best player, you know, due to injury during the game. Um, I keep hearing all this stuff about Trubisky. looks improved. He looks better. Okay, relax. Like, they played two bad teams, um, and one is in the division. So I'm not sold on the Bears. I I, I have to see more. And I think once we see more, we'll see the real bears. Now I I do like their D. I mean Khalil Mack is a beast. You know he's arguably the second or third best defensive player probably in the league. Um, and they have a pretty you know solid defense just you know as a as a whole. But I'm not sold on their O. I'm not sold on Trubisky. I'm I'm not a Trubisky guy. Um, I just think when it comes down to it, when it we get deeper into the season, even by the middle of the season, they'll they'll come down to earth. They'll be like you know maybe a little less than 500 and yeah it's not gonna make the playoffs so yeah no i'm not sold on the bears
1: yeah i'm out too i do think they're really well coached i think Nagy always seems to get the best out of his teams but they lack skill position players to me now i, I do like Allen robinson and, and their other receiver anthony miller's been playing pretty well I'm not sure they're going to be able to contain that the entire what about, season. What, about what about jim miller Okay, first of all, that, that takes me back to the early 2000s when we were in high school and the Bears had that like random 13 and 3 year. Uh, I think they, correct me if I'm wrong, D, I think they ended up losing to like the Eagles in the playoffs. Yes, they did. I think yeah. it was the Eagles. So they yeah. were 13 and 3, and ended up losing <laughs> to the Eagles, and they had this quarterback named Jim Miller. He was so basic, like he was so average. And D was like, He's not that bad. I'm like, No, he was
0: bad. I love Jim that Miller, about him in college. You used to always get on me. He's like, Jim Miller, Jim Miller.
1: Yeah, he was not
0: good. <laughs> Jim Miller,
1: <laughs> so basic. A see a season for him would be like 13 touchdowns, 10 picks. Like, that's, that's not good. <laughs> good, That's <horrible>. Jim Miller. <laughs>
0: Okay, no, but all, anyway. It was funny too, because you used to name all you knew like all the players. Like they remember they had the A-train and they had um oh. who was that receiver they had? Was it was it Terrell? Oh what? Booker? Yeah, Booker. Booker. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Booker. Yeah, yeah
1: I do not about Marty Booker. Yeah. Booker?
0: Yeah. I don't know about him. And then <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was such like a random good year for them. Yeah, it was two thousand and six actually. Also, wait, it actually was when we were in. I thought it was like I thought it was before. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So it was two thousand one. Oh, two thousand one, okay. they yeah. went thirteen and three, and they lost. Their, they were one and done. They lost their divisional game to the to the Eagles. But yeah, I was never sold on them. You know, how every once in a while we'll get like that random thirteen win team, and it's like they're not that good. <laughs> like I remember the 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 two thousand and eight Titans. That's the year the Steelers won the Super Bowl mm-hmm. against the Cardinals. The Titans were the number one seed. They had like uh, a Kerry Collins as their quarterback, and they had uh, Lindell White, Chris Johnson. They, they had, that was never sold on them, and of course, they were one and done. They actually lost to the Ravens in their first game. So oh. I feel like those those teams always end up getting exposed, like those like fake good teams. Like yeah, they're not that good. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, I'm not I'm not sold on the Bears either. Uh, I do like Matt Nagy. Like I said, he seems to always get the best out of this team. I mean, they made the playoffs two years ago and nobody really expected that. I think last year they went eight and eight, seven and nine, eight and eight, something like that. And this year they're off to a pretty good start, but I I got to see who else they, I got to see them against like legit competition first for me to be like, oh yeah, they're pretty good. I still think they end up going like eight and eight seven and nine. Uh, they have the Falcons next. Why? Well, I feel like everybody plays the Falcons. Every team I go on, they play the Falcons. How do the Falcons play every team in the league this year?
0: But anyway, so they play the Falcons. <laughs> they got the Colts, the Bucks. I the would not campers. want to be a Falcons so they, they fan. Got some... to cut you off, I would not want to be a Falcons fan right now. I just don't know how you can still root for that team after what happened. And I, I Dude, let, let, obviously look I mean it was against my team and I love that we won. But if you're a Falcons fan, like you cannot trust them. And I, and I can't believe you can't no. trust them with a lead. Like that's insane.
1: You know they're they're the first team ever to score at least thirty nine points and have no turnovers and lose. <laughs> that's insane. It's like a yeah, it's like a crazy record. I I got to get the I'll try to get the numbers by the end of this podcast, but man, that is that is that's crazy. like the equivalent
0: of somebody in the NBA scoring fifty and their whole team scores like 125 or 130, and they lose. Like, how does that happen? Yeah. Like, somebody had 50 points, and the team as a whole scored like 125, 130, and they lost. Like, what? You know what I mean? That is is unbelievable.
1: Oh, so here it is. Here's the stat. D, this is going to blow you away. Before Sunday's game, Teams that scored 39 or more points with no turnovers are for, were 440 and 0. 440 and 0. Now they are 440
0: and 1. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying with the Falcons, which is crazy? I mean, this is ha- Okay, so. Obviously, we know what happened on Sunday, but remember, then you have to go back to the Super Bowl when they were up twenty-eight to three. I know. Wasn't that another they're... record? That like that had never happened either, right? In the Super Bowl? Dude, they were
1: up twenty-eight to
0: three with like three minutes left in the third. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you know, I remember us watching that Super Bowl together, and there was a point in time where we said, like the Patriots scored like two straight touchdowns. We were all like, Oh, the Patriots are gonna win. Like we were we were done with the Falcons. They were still up like fourteen, and we were like, They're done, they're probably gonna lose. So yeah, but anyway, D, let's get through two more teams. What was that? No, 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 no. Go ahead. Okay, okay. We'll go through two more teams. I'm very curious at your on your takes on these ones. What about the
0: Arizona Cardinals? This was a tough one um, mm-hmm. because I remember us talking before the season that, you know, they could be a sleeper team. And it's yep, funny yep. because I I I, I had them not making the playoffs, but I don't know, man. I might be in on the Cardinals. And, this, and here's why. Because I like what I see from Kyler Murray. Obviously, he has an M1 receiver in in uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I like their D, man. I mean, I like Buda Baker, Chandler Jones. I mean, Chandler Jones was like second or third in the defensive player of the year last year. And in Buda Baker, I know a lot of people probably don't know about him, but he's starting to become one of the best safeties in the league. You know what I mean? Um, And I I know, you know, obviously, Patrick Priest is not the guy he used to be, but he's still good. Um, Yeah, he's still still good. Yeah, man, I kind of like this Cardinal team. I'm gonna say for right now, I'm in, even though it's a it's a kind of an in question mark and skept, skeptical. But for right now, I like what I see. I'm in.
1: Yeah, I'm in too. I'm in too. And and you know, it, it's it's along the lines of what you just said. I I thought they could be good. Right. Maybe the only thing that was holding me back from them is just how tough. And that division, that's the best division in football. Yeah, I agree. Like the last agree. place team is the Niners, who could still be good. It's, unfortunately, the Niners just have so many injuries right now, but. Man, the, the the Cardinals are undefeated. The Rams are undefeated. The Seahawks are undefeated. Like, who knows where how that division is going to end up. But the Cardinals, the, the positive thing for them is they have a very soft schedule to start. They got your boys this upcoming weekend, the Lions. They got the Lions coming up. My boys. Yeah, your boys. And then they got the Panthers. And then they got, in my opinion, as I've mentioned, the worst team in football. They got the Jets. <laughs> so their next three games are against the Lions, the Panthers, and the Jets, who are a combined 0-6. Darian, they're going to win all three of those games. They're going to be 5-0. and 0. Yeah. and then they then, then they're at dallas that's going to be like a a good tough te- uh tough test for them then they have the seahawks the bills the seahawks again the patriots so the middle of their schedule is really packed and there's some really tough competition there mm-hmm. but they're going to get off to a quick start man. and even their schedule they still have the, the giants again um the eagles who i'm not going to say i'm completely they're, they're terrible i still think they can turn things around but yeah, man, I think the Cardinals are for real. I think so. I think they're going to get off to a quick start, and I think they'll keep that momentum going.
0: Yeah, I, I have to agree. Yeah, like I said, I I might be wrong on this one. You know, obviously, like I said before the season mm-hmm. when we made our predictions, I had them missing the playoffs. But this was, but like you said, that's the best division in football. That's why. I, that's I'm exactly like you. The only reason I had them missing it is because I just didn't think they'd be better than you know the Niners or the Seahawks or the Rams. So yeah, yeah. But um, right now I'm so
1: yeah, and D similar to this last team that I put on here, it's very similar to what we, the Steelers like. We both kind of picked this team to make the playoffs, so I'm not sure why I put the Rams on here. <laughs> like I'm sure we're both sold on them. We both picked them to be a playoff team.
0: Yeah, yeah, like like you said, like I I had the Rams, the Niners, and the Seahawks coming out of the division. I've, I had the Niners winning that division right now. It's not looking too great because of all the injuries they've had have, and obviously Garoppolo is not going to play this weekend. Um, so yeah, I mean the Rams, I had them as a wild card team um, anyway, so yeah, I'm sold on the Rams. I, I've liked what I've seen the first two, and if, and you know, look, they they beat Dallas week one. It was a good, it was a, you know, close, controversial ending or whatever, but, you know, they won the game, and then they, mm-hmm. they kind of dominated the Eagles, you know, in Philly. Yeah, absolutely. And they dominated absolutely. them, and um, you know, obviously, we don't know what Philly, I mean, I know the jury's still kind of out on Philly. I know they're 0-2, but like you said, I'm not going to rush and say Philly's going to be bad, because I had Philly being the best team in the NFC. So it's still early. We'll see. But, um, yeah, man, I like what I see from the Rams. They they look good. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm a Sean McVay guy. I think he's a good coach. Um, yeah, he's a very good coach. You know, made, made, made the, he made the Super Bowl in his second year uh, coaching yeah. there. So, yeah, man, I mean, I think the Rams are, are a playoff team for sure. Yeah, I think
1: so too. You know, with this new format, D, I, I came to realize that, since there's seven playoff teams, you can actually have every team in a division make the playoffs. How crazy would that be? What if that happens in the NFC West? All four teams can make the playoffs out of that division, but every other division you would just have one team. That, right. That's not right. impossible. And to be not honest, impossible. the way it's looking
0: right now, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if the NFC East, like, you know, Dallas, or, you know, I, I mean, I'm still going to, I'm not going to, you know, give up on Philly. But, yeah, I can only see one team coming out of the NFC East. Same thing, I definitely only see one team coming out of the North. And the South, too. I mean, well, now the South is a little tricky because the South, you still have the Bucks. Yeah, and in Tampa. Tampa, right. Right. So that's going to be tough. But I think. The North and the East, I can definitely see only one team coming out of there. So yeah, but we'll see, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, and and,
1: and if it wasn't for those Niners injuries, I might be a little more confident with that bold prediction of saying we could get four teams out of one division. But, right, right, right. Yeah, those Niners might be the odd team out just because of the injuries. Yeah, those like they they suffered them at all the key positions. I mean, they lost their best defensive player, Nick Bosa, their second best defensive player, probably Sherman. Garoppolo, Raheem Mostert is like geez. Yeah. They've been ravaged by injuries, so. Yeah, man. Yeah, but with that said, man, let's keep the NFL momentum going. We'll do our rapid fire picks, and we'll make sure that they're rapid. You know, sometimes we'll before get stuck
0: we, on one game. we you, you said something interesting man, about all the injuries. I just want to give you yeah. a quick take. What do you What do you think about all these like big injuries in the first two weeks? I and mean, it's a lot of big names. Do, do you feel mm-hmm. Do you feel like it's because of no preseason, or is it just kind of like, yeah, this is football? Well, what's your take on that?
1: yeah obviously we see injuries every year um but i think i think it's exactly what you said i think we' we're, we're still technically supposed to be in the preseason right you know you right, play four right. four preseason games some teams even five and you'll you'll get some of these injuries that happen in the first you know in, in august every year but now we're just seeing it you know in the first two weeks and mm-hmm. it, it's unfortunate man you just hope it's not your team but i and like even your cowboys have suffered a, a good amount of injuries to at linebacker offensive oh yeah linebacker.
0: pro bowlers i mean you're talking about yeah you know, i mean he he was hurt last year too you know to be fair but yeah. yeah and sean lee who's always hurt but you know we we lost we lost our starting tight end who had never been hurt before you know he's out and then you you know tyron smith who who's had you know injuries you know every year up, up and down but you know he he was out this past game, and yeah, man, it's just. And then, you know, we lost. Um, I I just got the news this week. We lost Azawuke, our starting corner. So now I don't even know who. I guess it's gonna be the rookie D- uh, digs that we you know picked up you know in the in the second round, and I guess Jordan Lewis because Anthony Brown is still out. You know, he's been out since the beginning of the season. So it's gonna be that secondary is kind of ravaged because. And I already didn't think the secondary was good, you know, as it was. So it's it may be even worse now. I and mean, then, you know, they have I think Brandon Carr is like their third corner. And he's, you know, he's kind of done. He's old. You know what I mean? He's in like yeah. the end of his career. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm not big on our safeties. Um, I know we have um it's, it's um you know Xavier Woods and Thompson. Like I, I'm not big on them. So yeah, man, uh-huh. I, I don't know. I mean it, it, it definitely can be a factor for us especially for our secondary, because like I said, it wasn't already good to start with, and now it's just, it may be even worse, so. Yeah,
1: yeah, but no, I think it relates exactly to just the lack of physicality over, you know, you don't get that preseason, and this is about the first um, game action for a lot of guys, you know, scrimmages aren't in li- aren't games, you know, you can scrimmage all you want, but You know, it's not the same. So I just hope that we don't continue to see uh, more. But unfortunately, I think that we might. So Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, but let's get to these rapid fire quicks, man. We'll try to go through them really quick. Give a a quick opinion about each if if we need to. Some of them are more obvious. (laughs) Are you ready to go? I'm ready. All right, Bears at Falcons. Bears. I'm going to go Falcons. I think they get their first win there. I still like their offense, um, and then they're going to win some games. I'm going to go Falcons. Rams at Bills. That's a good one. I'm going to go with the Bills here. I like what I've seen out of Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. And I'm not – I wasn't big on him before. (laughs) Um, And I never thought he was bad. I just thought he was a little too raw, made too many mistakes. I'm going to go with the Bills too. I like the defense. I think they're one of the most balanced teams in the league right now. I'm going to go Bills. The Washington football team versus the Brown- at the Browns.
0: Oh God, this is a tough one. Yeah, I'm, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but this is actually a tough one. Um, you know what? I'm just gonna by default go with the Browns. And I, I know I like, get still no home crowds and stuff, but the Browns showed me a little something in week two when they. I mean, they did play Cincinnati, but they showed they could put up points. And I'm still not big on Washington's uh, O. I don't think they're always good at all. Like, No, nah, it's
1: not. It's not very good.
0: Their D is really good, but their O. Yeah, so I'm going to go with the Browns just by kind of default.
1: Yeah, I don't love the Browns in this spot because I think Baker really struggles against a strong front seven. Um, I think he's going to get pretty beat up here, but I just think talent is going to outweigh, mm-hmm. You're um, right. I outweigh the, the mm-hmm. Washington football team here. And I, I really like the Browns' running game. They, they might have the best duo of running backs in the league. I mean, they got two dudes that are starters, like pro bowlers. You know, Kareem Hunt could be a starter on any on a lot of teams in the NFL right now. So yeah, I'm gonna go Browns in a sloppy in a sloppy game, but I think they'll pull it out. Uh we got the Titans at the Vikings. The Vikings gonna go
0: 0-3. Yes, they are. I'm going with the Titans. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, just I mean yeah. looks looks absolutely horrible. Terrible. Whatever. He looks horrible. And I don't I understand. Mean, I thought he was improving. It's like he's getting he just like digressed and Got worse again, or went back to that old Kirk Cousins. Not even the old Kirk Cousins. At least the old Kirk Cousins wasn't putting up numbers like this. It's yeah, he does not look good at all. Like yeah, he looks like one of the worst quarterbacks like in the league, kind of thing.
1: And that's what I was gonna say. You said old Kirk Cousins, but like he's never been this bad. This is this is new for me, you know. But yeah. he had one of the worst games I've ever seen a quarterback have. Like last week, he was eleven for twenty six passing, one hundred thirteen yards, zero touchdowns, three picks. Against that's like
0: eight... that's like playing in Madden. Horrible. Yeah, that's like Madden numbers. And
1: this dude is getting paid thirty something million a year. Like he's holding them back, man. They they're gonna have a really big decision to to make at the end of this season if he if he continues to play this bad. So we'll see. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Titans too. Here's another good one: Raiders at Patriots.
0: Oh, you know what? I've, I've been Vegas baby for two weeks, but I did like what I. Even though the Patriots lost in Seattle, I did like what I saw from Cam. Oh, yeah. And, and the Patriots, that O, oh, I was shocked, you know. Um, they looked really good, man. They did. They really they, good. You know what? I think the Raiders are going to take their first L here. I'm going to roll with the Patriots.
1: Yeah, I got the Patriots, too. I really like what I saw out of Cam. I mean, we, we, we didn't know what we would get out of him as a passer. But now we're seeing that, man, he can still sling that ball around. And I mean, dude, be-
0: they don't stop him at the one, you can be, we can be talking about them 2-0.
1: absolutely absolutely yeah Yeah. so
0: it took it um, took them to stop him at the one yard line which is like mm -hmm. normally a gimme for cam you know old cam but you know obviously look give credit to the seattle d but um yeah i mean he he gets in there they're two and oh you know
1: absolutely yeah yeah so i think um i think the patriots will will i i I think they're gonna they're gonna kind of keep that momentum going offensively and i still don't Mm -hmm. love the raiders defense i think you can pass on them a little bit so i'm gonna go patriots
0: uh niners at the giants I know the Niners are decimated by injuries, but I like, I still like them because I think they have the better coach. And I think that coach should get the best out of whoever's out there. And he'll come up with, you know, be creative or come up with, you know, schemes that will, the Giants is not a good football team. I'm not, I've never been sold on Danny dimes. They, they lost their best player on offense. I mean, I know they signed Devontae Freeman who, you know, a, couple years ago, a few years ago, he was a pro bowler, but he, I mean, there was a reason why he was a free agent, you know, the reason why the Falcons let him go, the Falcons let him go. Um, So, yeah, I'm still going to roll with the Niners here.
1: Yeah, I got the Niners too. Um, I actually think Nick Mullins... Who's going to be playing, starting at quarterback for the Niners? I actually think he's kind of solid. The, the, the few times that he played last year, he um, or was that two years ago, I believe, in 2018, he was actually pretty solid. So I, I still think that the Giants' defense is not good. I still think, I think Jarek McKinnon's actually going to have a big game for the Niners with Mostert being out. So I got the Niners. Uh, how about this one? The Bengals at the Eagles. 0 2 teams, desperate for wins. Who you got?
0: I can't believe, I know, I can't believe, I, you know, obviously before the season, like you would be like, oh, this is a game, the Eagles will win. Um, I'm still gonna roll with the Eagles just because they can't go 0 three. If they lose this game, w- w- okay. If they lose this game, car, would you say this is it's all it? it's, it's over? It's, like it's over.
1: statistically, it's 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 a really really. I think you have a you know a seven eight six percent chance of making the playoffs if you start 0 three. So it's it's really not gonna be a good look. Yeah, gonna... look, the Bengals can put up points, but their
0: D is awful. The Bengals defense is absolutely terrible. So the Eagles should be able to put up points, and they should be able to do just. An, I know. You're not big on the Philly D, but they should be able to do just enough in this game. I am I have to go with the Eagles. Like like you said, if they don't win this game, it's over. They have to win this game, D, because if
1: you look at their schedule, they still have to play. And, you know, the Niners, that, that, who knows at this point, they still got the Steelers, the Ravens, the Cowboys twice, the Seahawks, the Packers, the Saints, the Cardinals. They got to win this game, man. They gotta win this game. So I I, I think I think they're just gonna I, I don't think the Bengals are very well coached. I know Zach Taylor's young, but I don't think he's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Eagles. I think the Eagles win this one convincingly. I think they're gonna look good too. All so. Right. All right, Texans
0: at the Steelers. Man, are the Texans gonna go 0-3? Oh, I mean, yeah, just the same thing we said about the Eagles. I mean, the Texans schedule is just it's like you said, it's not been kind to them. Um, but I like the Steelers. This is so this is so tough. You know what, man? I just can't see the Texans going 0-3. I'm going to go with the Texans here in a little bit of an upset. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a close, a good game. You know, I think it's going to come down to the wire. Uh, but, um, cause like you said, the Steelers have been playing a little sloppy at times mm-hmm. in games. So, um, yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm going to roll with the Texans in, in a close one. They don't, they don't go 0-3.
1: I also have an upset here. I actually think the Texans are also going to win. I think it's going to come down to like a fourth quarter, even like a game-winning field goal type of play. I just think Deshaun Watson's going to make enough plays up with his legs. Um, I think he's going to hit Will Fuller for like a big touchdown in the fourth quarter. And, th- and it's okay. The Steelers are not going to win every game. Right. I think this is going to be an upset. I also like the Texans. Man, we have a lot of the same picks. <laughs> I don't know if I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'm wrong, of course, but I- I'm going to go with the Texans too. All right. Oh, this is a thriller right here. The <laughs> Jets at the Colts. Anytime anybody plays the Jets, I'm just going to pick the yes. other team. I'm going to be honest with you. This will be one of the games
0: that Philip Rivers, Philip Rivers will have no issue of making. Like, it won't be a one score, like, in the fourth quarter. <laughs> no, it will no. not be. <laughs> like, he will do – And he actually did work last week against the Vikings. So, yeah, he yeah. so it will be just one. like the Vikings game. Yeah, the Jets are absolutely awful. I, They're, they're like, on the level of, like, a, a college team to me right now. So, um, yeah, the Colts will win this they should win this handily, easily.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to spend five seconds on this. <laughs> I got the Colts. Alright, so, the Panthers at the Chargers. Oh, what I got, got the
0: Chargers. I mean, th- didn't the Panthers lose McCaffrey? I mean, he's he's going to be out, yeah. right? For, for a significant amount of time, yeah. Yeah, for a few weeks, he's going to yeah, be out. Yeah, I mean, look, he's he's their whole offense. He's their whole team. I don't really think they have a shot without him, so, yeah, the Chargers played very well against the Chiefs uh, uh this past week. I mean, it went to overtime, so... Yeah, and I I like what I saw from Justin uh, uh, Herbert. You know what I mean? I, he looks really he did, good. He, yeah, he's he the did. future. I mean, Tyrod, this is classic Tyrod. He always loses the job. He'll get hurt. And by the way, you know, I, I, I need to bring this up before we move on. That's such a crazy story about what happened to Tyrod. Um, I don't know mm. if you guys heard the story, but he got his, his lung was punctured by the team doctor um, of the Chargers. It's crazy. Which is, like, crazy. I mean – it's like what's going on there? Like what? What? What the hell is going on over there in Los Angeles with the Chargers? There, like that should not be happening. Um, so I feel I feel bad. For that's a, that's got lost. It does, all over yeah. It. And I feel so bad for Tyrod because I feel like Tyrod, this has happened to Tyrod everywhere he's been. Like you know, he gets hurt. The guy that he's supposed to kind of groom comes in and gets the job, just like with Baker Mayfield and now Justin Herbert. I mean, it just it just seems like that's how his career has been and. You know yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah, it's unfortunate, right? Like you said, it's unfortunate. But um I yeah, you know, with that being said, I, I like the uh Chargers. Yeah, I'm gonna
1: go I'm gonna go with the Chargers there too. Um, the Panthers defense is terrible. First two games they've allowed 34 points and 31 points. You can do whatever you want, you can run on them, you can pass on them, Right. You can do trick plays, just do whatever you want, you'll 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 be good. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I I I actually think Bridgewater is turning into a pretty good He's never been a dude to throw for, like, 300 yards or 350, but he's actually been throwing the ball around. But he's been – dude, he threw, 300, threw for 367 yards last week. So, um Robbie Anderson, who everybody still thinks is a jet, um, he's actually been playing really well. Yeah, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, he's been playing really well. I think he's top five in the league in receiving yards. I know it's early in the season, but he's been balling out. So – uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with the the, the Chargers there. Uh, the Bucks at the Broncos. You know,
0: it's funny with this game. I had the Broncos winning, you know, before the season, but yeah, I, I think the whole mystique of you know playing in Denver early in the season because they lost. I mean, the Titans went in there Week One and one, you know, and I picked the Broncos. So yeah, I know Brady's had issues in Denver, but I think he the Broncos are just not a good team right now. Um, so I think the Bucks win this, and I think they win it pretty easily. I think they. Handled the uh the Broncos how they kind of handled the Panthers this past year. so yeah I, I got the Bucks all the way
1: yeah I got the Bucks too that's that's an easy
0: one for me um how about your Cowboys at Seahawks um you know look obviously it was a great win last week a great comeback it sh- it showed me a lot of grit and that this Cowboys team may be a little different from the past because the old Cowboys team Garrett would have never done that you know that would have never happened but. So I did like what happened. I still have a lot of concerns, though, like their defense. Like I mentioned earlier in the show with the secondary being decimated. Um, they didn't really get a pass rush on Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan had, like, all day to throw. He didn't, I think he only got sacked once. Um, and it was near the end of the game when they were kind of, you know, collapsing and falling apart. Um, but, um, and you know, Dak, Dak and, and Zeke have been solid. I mean, they've they looked good the first time. Oh yeah, they look good. Yeah, and the receivers for the most part look good. You know, Amari and and C.D. Lamb and Gallup. Um, so offensively, I like them, but I can't take it. Like I can't. The last time we went and won in Seattle, I think it was when we had Romo and Demarco. That, that was the twelve and four year, and I think we went up there and won. And it was you know went down to the wire, went down to the end, and we've only beaten Russell Wilson I think twice since he's been in the league, and that was that time, and then you know when Dak beat him in the playoffs a couple years ago. But um, you know Dak has, you know they we've yet to win up there since then. So I don't like them in this spot. I think the Seahawks win, and I think the Seahawks win comfortably. I can see this being like a ten to two touchdown kind of win for the Seahawks, just because our D. I think I don't think the the O like the Dallas O play bad, but yeah, Russell Wilson's just on another level too, man. I mean I think right now he's the MVP front runner. I mean the dude is just playing out of his mind, off the charts right now. Even better, than, I can't believe I'm saying, even better than my boy Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. So, yeah, I like the Seahawks to win this one.
1: Yeah, I, I like the Seahawks too, but I don't like it by the same margin that you do. I think this has like 34, 31 written all over. The Seahawks defense has not been good either. That's true. Like they've, because they allowed a lot of,
0: points yeah, against Atlanta the first week too, didn't they?
1: yeah they allowed 25 okay. um but Atlanta easily could have scored more and they allowed 30 to the patriots so they've got some issues in their secondary they they have no pass rush either so you're going to be you're going to have you're going to be able to do whatever you want i just think this is just a classic game of like they're just going to get outscored because i don't Loved the Cowboys' defense, either. Long. I do love the over though. The, the over under this game is fifty-seven points. If you're a betting man, go with the over. Yeah. There's going to be a I lot agree. of points in this one. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I agree with you. I'm going. I'm going with the Seahawks, but in a close, like three-point type Got game. Uh, Packers at Saints Sunday night. Oh, See, hey, one. I think
0: we skipped one. Lions at Cardinals. I know it's probably quick, but Cardinals.
1: Oh, that's my fault. Yeah, Cardinals. Anyway, so yeah,
0: Packers <laughs> at Saints. <laughs> You're never going to pick the Lions. It's like how I never picked the Jets. Dude, I am not so – here's the thing with the Lions. Okay, so let's just say for the sake of argument, the Lions are in a game. They find ways to lose. Like, okay, the Jets are just terrible, awful. Like, they'll get blown out. They're just not a good football team. But the Lions find ways to lose. Like, they'll be in the game, and you're like, oh, okay, they're they're right there. They may even have the lead. And then Stafford will throw a pick, or the receivers will drop a pass, or – they're just some find some way to lose, like they'll turn it over, fumble or something, or they'll allow a big play. Like, it, I yeah. don't trust them at all.
1: You know, here's a fun fact for you they're the first team in NFL history to lose four straight games in which they held a double digit lead in every game.
0: Wow. Oh, that's right. They did have a double digit lead in, in, in Green Bay last week.
1: Yeah, they were up 14 3. Yeah. And <laughs> lost. And this, of course, this is dating back to last season, too. So they get, they're off, they're fast starters, but they just, they're terrible in the second half. Particularly the fourth quarter. Remember, week one they were up; they were up pretty significantly against the Bears. So, I, I, I think Patricia is absolutely done if they end oh, up having another. Oh, I agree. Player. Yeah, uh, I think he, he,
0: he's he may be on the verge of like one of those like you know he gets fired during the season kind of thing. I think Gase is going to be the first one that happens to, but yeah, right. which I I always yeah. said was not good. I know, I know, well. Listen, I know. Like, oh, look, what he, <laughs> look what he did in Miami. Look what he did in Miami. No, he's not good. Yeah, he's terrible. Yeah, and he's like weird, and nobody likes him. <laughs> well, first of all, he doesn't like talk to the players. You hear that? Like he doesn't. Yeah, he's a weird he like, dude. I guess they said like when he he's in the facility, like the players will say what's up, he won't say anything back. He just like he will just like look down at the ground. Yeah,
1: he's a weird dude. Yeah.
0: All right, so yeah, back to Sunday night. A uh, Packers at Saints. <sighs> you know what? I think the Saints bounce back. I know. I know. Obviously I know the Packers look very good the first two weeks. Um, I don't know. I, I, have you heard anything about Michael Thomas playing? Is he coming back or? No, I think he's going to miss a couple of weeks. Oh, as he is. Well. Okay. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm still going to roll with the Saints. You know, they're so they're still so tough to beat. I know new, it's no still no home crowds or whatever, but in New Orleans, I I, I just have a feeling that yeah, the Saints will bounce back from the loss on Monday night. I, I like the Saints.
1: Yeah, I like the Saints too. I think they bounce back. I think Breeze has a has a pretty good game. They got to get Emmanuel Sanders more involved, especially now that. And Michael Thomas I don't think he had a catch um, against the Raiders, so also, that was a little weird. <laughs> um, and I, I still like their defense. They have a lot of good playmakers: Demario Davis, uh, Cam Cam Jordan. They got like they still have Marcus they Lattimore, a lot
0: right? Don't they still have Marcus? Right? Yeah, Marcus they Lattimore. What they got back? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. So they got playmakers. I think they I think they'll make. They'll do just enough. I don't think Aaron Jones is going to go crazy on them like he did. Against the Lions, so I'm gonna go the Saints there too in a good in a close game. And man, Monday night, dude, this could be a, a preview of the AFC Championship game. I really want to know what you think about this one. Chiefs
0: at Ravens, who you got? I normally don't go against Patrick Mahomes, and look, I didn't, I don't, I had to, I don't, I have the Chiefs losing games this season. So, and which I, you know, I still love the Chiefs to go back to the Super Bowl, um, but uh, and actually, and win it too, um, but um this would be one of the games they lose. I think the Ravens look just as good as they did last year. I, I, I still wish we would have seen this as the AFC championship game last year. But, of course, the Ravens fouled that up. Um, so, um, fouled that up. <laughs> fouled up, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm going I'm to go with the Ravens here. I think it's going to be a great game. Uh, I think it's actually going to be high scoring, um, you know, but I think the Ravens – squeak it out by, you know, a field goal or a touch a touchdown. But it's going to be – I think it's going to be more within the – less than a touchdown three-point range. But I like the Ravens.
1: Okay, so I have a bold prediction for this game, actually. I actually think the Ravens are going to blow out the Chiefs. Wow, really? I do because it, it's nothing against the Chiefs. I just feel like that that just happens sometimes, D. Okay. We've seen it happen to the Patriots. But every great team has got smashed at some point. I just feel like the Ravens are so focused on like proving they're the best and how they they should have got to the Super Bowl last year. I think it's just going to be one of those games where the Chiefs just don't click. They they didn't really click. They didn't look great last week.
0: I know they the Chargers didn't, are probably. They didn't, I agree with that. Yeah, the yeah,
1: Chargers are probably a lot better than we think. Um, they're really. I think they're well coached. I like Anthony Lynn. They got a lot of players on that defense. I think the I think the Ravens are going to win this game like thirty-seven to like twenty. One. I, I really do. Their defense is awesome too, man. Like Marcus Peters and they, they got Salmon so and Calais Campbell.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to go Ravens big here. I don't think it's going to stop the Chiefs from still getting back to the Super Bowl, but I, I think the Ravens. Yeah, just just,
0: exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Stay.
1: But cool, man, those were our picks. We'll see how we do. Um, I always like to go back and listen, like, oh, my God, why did I pick the <laughs> – or some, like, random squad. Well, well,
0: as long as you didn't pick the Jets or the Lions, I think you're good.
1: I know. Watch the Jets beat the Colts. we are like, well. <laughs> but, D, it's almost time to wrap up. But before we head out on some, on some topics that we uh, saw come across the Internet these last few days, we're going to start with the uh, – the the rumor, I don't know if it's a rumor, it Might there might be some truth for, uh, with it, McGregor, Conor McGregor says that he's fighting Manny Pacquiao. Like, how
0: do we really want to see that? Does anybody really no. care? Like, nobody's asking for that. Nobody. <laughs> no. First of all, okay, so, we were just talking about this before the show. Okay, so, all right, McGregor, you know, like say what you want. He, he, he wasn't that bad against Floyd, and look, Floyd's older now, He's not the guy he used to be. I don't care what anybody says. And I think he wasn't taking that fight as serious, but okay. So I think he went seven rounds with Floyd before Floyd like knocked him out. Okay. Look, so Floyd wasn't really even active. You know, he had, he hadn't really been fighting, but he's talking about fighting a guy who's still active, who still looks good. I don't know if anybody saw the fight last year when Manny Pacquiao fought Keith Thurman, who was like, literally like he's twice the age of, and, he and correct dominated me if I'm wrong, he, wasn't he undefeated as well? And he was undefeated, yes, and he mm-hmm. dominated him. So I look at it like, okay, so what do you think he's going to do against a guy who has only had one boxing match ever in his career and you're going against arguably one of the greatest fighters of his of this generation that we've ever absolutely. seen? Absolutely, absolutely. And he's older. Like, I, see, the thing is, and I think we're talking about this, like, with Floyd, you know, Floyd is not a big knockout guy. Like, he more would like, you know, he likes to win on points. You know, he likes to go to distance and just kind of win by a unanimous decision. You know, he kind of toys with you. You know, he would just, you know, kind of pick you apart points. He's never really looking for the knockout. But Manny Pacquiao looks for the knockout and he looks to, like, destroy and damage you, like, really hurt you. And I just think this is not a good thing for McGregor. I, I don't. I don't think this is a good idea taking this fight with this fighter with Manny Pacquiao because Manny Pacquiao has the has the um chance to really hurt McGregor like and I'm talking about hurting him in a way where he may never fight again like like Pacquiao can do damage where he can knock him out like in the first three rounds so I don't think I don't think McGregor should do it but I know people are gonna watch and people I guess now that they announced they're gonna want to see it but I think it's not gonna be much of a fight I think Pacquiao is going to win easily. Like I said, first three rounds, don't be surprised if it's a knockout. It's not not going to go. Oh, it'll be quick. It'll be
1: easy work. It'll be easy work. Right. And, you know, he's – I think Pacquiao is – I think he's 40 now. Uh, Yes, yes, yes. He's 41, actually. He turned 42 in December. But he was the – he's the oldest welterweight champion in in boxing history. He became a welterweight champion at 40. So – I don't understand what Conor McGregor's play is here. I think the only thing that he really cares about is just getting paid. Which yes, I was if that's saying, the right. case, then yeah. he's I mean he's obviously great at marketing himself and he was able to somehow get a fight with Floyd Mayweather that paid him an easy a, you know, quick, you know, who knows how much that paid him probably upwards of twenty, thirty million, whatever. But right. He's he's really good at this, D. He's good at somehow convincing people that he can fight boxers. He's not a boxer. He's a, no. he's a martial art. He's a martial arts, you know, fighter, and he's very good at that. So my question is, just stick to your craft. Keep dominating that. Why do you have to try to jump into boxing where you have no boxing experience?
0: Why well, <laughs> you, you know, getting back to his martial, his mixed martial arts uh, side. I don't. I. I think he was starting to kind of lose it because I mean I don't know if you uh, uh, watched his last few fights in the in the UFC, but he was losing. You know, he wasn't that same. Dominic Conor McGregor, you know, the notorious one, you know, he was losing. He was looking like the, the, the loser one, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I just think he was, you know, he wasn't as good as he was in the UFC. And like you said, I think now he's just more just wants money and wants to make money. So it's like, okay, how can I do that? Let me, I already convinced Floyd Mayweather, who's arguably the greatest fighter of all time to fight me. Now, let me, let me convince Arguably one of the uh, another greatest fighters of all time who's still really good and still active to fight me. So, like you say, he's really good at that.
1: Yeah, he's good at it. Um, Now, he did win his last fight in the UFC. Uh, Donald Saron. I don't know much about the UFC, so excuse me if I'm pronouncing this guy's name wrong. But Donald uh, Saron, he knocked him out in the TKO, first round TKO. Um. So I mean, he's obviously still pretty good there. And and one thing about him that I've noticed, he never even in his losses, he never gets like dominated. No. But, yeah, he usually it'll go four rounds or five rounds. One of the
0: losses I think was like he he got knocked out, but it came out like out of nowhere, you know. And that happens to a lot of you know good fighters. You know, it wasn't. Like yeah. That. Now his
1: last his his fight um back in 2018 was a submission, like a neck crank right, submission. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he never gets, like, super dominated. So I just think he needs to stick to that. Honestly, I know you said people will watch it. I don't think I'd watch that fight. I'm not ordering it. <laughs> right. I'd rather watch the I'd rather watch Tyson versus Ray. <laughs> oh, Roy, uh, Roy Jones. I'll be real with you. I'm actually looking forward to that, which I actually don't think it's going to happen because supposedly Roy Jones is having regrets now. It's like, oh, God.
0: And it's supposedly sh- now it's Shannon Briggs that wants to step in. I- I'm good.
1: Briggs?
0: <laughs> no, you're lying to me right I'm now. I'm not. Go look it up when you when we're done the show. When we're done with oh, the podcast. Look. Nobody wants to see that. But a lot of people don't even know who Shannon Briggs is. Well at one point Shannon Briggs like quit boxing and going like into acting. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, 'cause he was in the um he was in he was in the second transporter. I think Transporter Two. He was I like actually like the transporter movies. All yeah, right. he was he was in that. He was like a bad guy, so
1: I knew he'd play a bad guy. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. He can't have boxers. Former boxers always got to be bad dudes. They can't be like the good guy. It's mm. going to be bad. Now, Shannon Briggs, what is his claim to fame? Did Who did he beat? Now, didn't he beat? Uh, I, I might be wrong. I know he had a really good fight against Lennox Lewis. He didn't beat Lennox Lewis, but I, I don't know why I attached those two names. I, I'm trying to remember what happened. Because Lennox Lewis only has two losses. He lost to. Oliver McCall and he lost to uh Rachman. Right. I don't really know why Briggs is even relevant anymore. <laughs>
0: uh. Yeah, but he wants to fight Tyson. He wants to step in for Roy, so that's...
1: Oh, he beat he beat George Foreman, but he beat George Foreman in the 90s. I don't know how much props I want to give him for that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know I know George Foreman beat Michael Moore and became the oldest heavyweight champion. Oh, yeah, that was great. That's one of the all-time great boxing moments. And the crazy thing was, like, he was losing that fight. Jordan. He was getting dominated, and then just that—that that, like you—you you always say this. It only takes one punch or one combo, and it could change everything, and that's it. You know, especially
1: from one of the hardest hitting people of all of, of, heavyweights of all time.
0: Yeah, and that's pretty much what happened in that more fight. You were like, "Uh, yep, it's a wrap." I actually think if Foreman would have beat Ali,
1: I think you could argue Foreman would be the greatest heavyweight ever. Yeah, I think that's.
0: That's Dude, really I mean his argument. record. Really seventy
1: six and five. He's a great record, and he's beat a lot of great fighters. Remember, he yeah. beat all those dump. He beat a couple of fighters that Mayweather. I mean, I'm sorry that uh, Ali lost to. He beat. He. Do you remember those fights against uh Fraser. <laughs> he dominated <laughs> Fraser. Yeah. He dominated Ken Norton, who also beat Ali. So that's he just couldn't beat Ali. I think if he would have fought Ali again, he probably would have. But they only ended up fighting that one time. So
0: right, right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But now nah, yeah, I'm not I'm not going to watch a McGregor uh, Pacquiao fight. I'm, I'm not interested. So. <laughs> so the last thing before we head out, you sent me a really interesting article, a very controversial article, um, very serious topic here. On the- <laughs> um, Yahoo had their chicken sandwich rankings. OK, so at number five, they had Wendy's and McDonald's like th- Wendy's slash McDonald's. So it was a tie. Which, Number is, four,
0: which is four, which is absolutely disrespectful to Wendy. <laughs> absolutely, disrespectful.
1: we'll we'll get back to that in a second. Number four, they got Chick Fil A. Number three was the Popeyes chicken sandwich, which I feel like has a special place in our hearts from this podcast because it's one of our first podcast episodes. We did a we talked about the pop the craze of the Popeyes chicken sandwich. Yeah. Remember when they were like mad hard to get? Now you can just like walk they in and get, get the one you want.
0: Well, they just were hard to get. People were like the lines were ridiculous.
1: And people were fighting for them. <laughs> you fighting for a chicken sandwich, dog? Like, we really? The proper chicken sandwich, like like,
0: Jordan's. Like,
1: wait a minute. For oh, something that God. costs like like four bucks? But, like, I want to know how the fights even started, though. Like, they were... Sta- like, how did they start? That's what I want to
0: know. Yo. Nah, you got the last chicken sandwich.
1: Oh, my God. Really,
0: dude? You just can't come back tomorrow? <laughs>
1: So let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> we continue with the list. You got Popeye's at three, Shake Shack at two. That's Shake Shack chicken sandwich. Yes, Fire. Bitch. I recommend any, everybody try that. I had it a few weeks ago. Darian told me about it. I, 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 I drove quickly over to the nearest <laughs> Shake Shack and I crushed it. It was easy work for me. Number one. Burger King? They got the Burger King chicken sandwich. <laughs> I first of all, I haven't been to a Burger King in probably ten years. I'm not even lying. Wow, has it been that long? It's been a long time. So that's why I'm like, maybe I'm just missing out. Maybe Burger King is is legit. I mean, I remember Whoppers being like solid back in the day, but I've just never had the desire to hit up Burger King.
0: <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Okay, so before we, do, you know, delve into this, so Burger King has like two different kind of chicken sandwiches. So they have the original chicken sandwich, which is total trash and garbage to me. First of all, they it normally it's like it's like two for five. So they're like two they're not even like they're like two fifty eat you know, or whatever. <laughs> which means and they're not good. I mean <laughs> correct. It, when, anytime, a, anytime you see a two for five, two for six, or anything like that, that normally means the sandwiches are not that good because they're selling two of them and they're giving you a deal. They don't do that with like popular they will never have a Popeye like Popeye's will never have a two for Six for the sandwich. It would never happen. Or like so, Chick Fil A, never. Oh, right, because they make too much just off the off the one. So that's one. Then two. So they having they have that. Then they have like the spicy chicken sandwich, and I think it's like the crispy. They have a crispy chicken sandwich, which is like, I guess the only difference is that okay, the original chicken sandwich is like, it's not like the other chicken sandwiches on this list. It's like long. It, it almost looks like a Subway sandwich, but smaller, and the the one I'm talking about, the crispy and the spicy one, is more like the Chick-fil-A, you know, Popeye's Shake Shack sandwich, but neither one of them are good. I've had all of them, and, and okay, I'll say this, the, the Burger King, the crispy, and the spicy one, I mean, they're okay. They're not terrible like the original one, but it's nothing, like, to write home about. Like, all It's not memorable. Like, you're not gonna go back and, like, you know what, I'm gonna go back to Burger King and get that and, you know, every time. No, like, I just think it's just so disrespectful that they're number one over Shake Shack, Chick-fil-A, and Popeyes. Like, come on. Like, who was doing this list? Were they getting paid by Burger King? Yeah, they probably were, man. And 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 I haven't had Burger King, so, like, I I don't know how to even... When has anybody ever come up to you and say, yo, you have to try the Burger King chicken sandwich? Never. When has anybody come up to you and said, yo, you got to try Burger King, period?
1: That's not time that happened. I remember the last thing I had from Burger King um, where I actually went and it was like this, don't ask me why I bought this. People are going to be like, why did you even get that? It was like a pool. I'm a big fan of like pulled pork sandwiches. I got this like pulled pork burger. I don't know, man. I have bad luck with burger spots. Anytime I like, sometimes I'll go and they'll they'll be like cold. I'm like, why is my food cold? I just ordered it. Why was the, it was like, dog, I don't know if you've ever had cold pulled pork. It is a horrible experience, dog. And, like, once again, just like Sonic's, it was, like, flat. I'm
0: like, ah, uh, Sonics, best... Sonic's has one of the worst burgers ever.
1: No, like... Sonic's burgers are horrific. Horrible. Horrible. <laughs> they probably got a chicken sandwich, too. We got to try that. I'm good. <laughs> yo, they're, they're yo, their breakfast burritos, though, they're bomb. Oh,
0: banging. Bang. And they're like shakes, and shakes, and drinks. Yeah, those, those are I the potato shots and all that. I want to shake right now, man,
1: I want to well, shake uh-oh. right now,
0: actually. My yeah. Dog, I mean, this is absolutely atrocious that they have Burger King chicken sandwich at number one. Like, I've never heard anybody come up to me or ever heard say, Dog, yo, that Burger King chicken sandwich is fire. But the, the other ones on the list you have, you heard Shake Shack, Popeyes, Chick fil A, even Wendy's. Like, not
1: Burger King chicken sandwich. Yeah, I'm stunned. I'm stunned. I sort of because, like I said,
0: I've never heard about their chickens. I've never, I've, I have never i i do not even see commercials for them. Like, so I text our boy Eagle, who you know we we've had on the podcast, who was a big foodie who does like food reviews and stuff. So I text him, and he he, I think I, I it was through text, but it was almost like he was getting steamed that that they even <laughs> mentioned Burger King in the same sentence as like Shake Shack, and I was like, what?
1: Oh, he loves Shake Shack. That's his oh,
0: he, he loves it. But dude, yeah, this this list is, I, I, yeah, like I said, the only thing I can think of is that they got paid by Burger King. Burger King was like, yeah, you know, we'll pay you. Yeah, there, there has to be something behind that.
1: You know what though? There's a Burger King, maybe three minutes from my my apartment. You know what,
0: D? I'm gonna try it. I'll,
1: I've always been a person to say like, I'm not gonna try to judge something before
0: I actually, you know, you know, if you a it, okay, so when you try it this weekend, you're gonna be like, eh. That's What you're gonna say to me, you're not gonna say, this. yo. What if I come
1: back like, yo, it is number one?
0: N- no, I repeat, <laughs> I've had it I've, unless they change the recipe and it, like overnight. Like, and like I said, nobody's ever coming to me like, dog, that Burger King chicken sandwich, like they improved it, like it's banging now. No, but I haven't heard that in years, and they've had this, they've had these sandwiches for a while now. So this is not, this is not true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a I, shocking I, list. Shocking. I you, when you try it, you're going to be like, eh. You won't say it's terrible, but you're going to be like, dog, it's not better than Chick Shape. Than back. any of those I, other spots. Right. Back. You know what I mean? only The only place, a McDonald's, yes, I'll give you that. It may be better than McDonald's, but that's not hard to do um so
1: although i'm not gonna do di- i know you like McDonald. like i do too like mcdonald's gets hated on but they've got good like burgers yes like I, a quarter was, a quarter pounder still hits fish. the spot I don't, people can clown me all they want it still hits the spot
0: oh yeah and the fish fillet i like the fish fillet yeah. you know i don't yeah. give it that but yeah dude nah you'll try it You'll just be like it won't be memorable you'll be like yeah it was whatever you know what i mean
1: yeah, I feel you. So, D, I got one more thing I want to ask, talk to you about before we head out. Okay. okay. Um, so, our girl, Cardi B, is getting divorced.
0: Yes. Yeah, I heard I you. Heard In divorced.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I just heard about this with Offset. So, according to her, her DMs have been insane. Like, you got people just, like, random cats hitting her up. Like, yo, like, I, I want to be your man. My question is, what are... Like what best what's the best case scenario for a dude? Like, do you really <laughs> think she's gonna hit you back? Like, hey, what's up? You wanna meet up? Like <laughs> no chance. I just I guess I wanna know why are why are guys thinking this is gonna work.
0: I mean, listen, it's twenty twenty. I guess you know that everybody's like, you know, shoot your shot, you know. Um, you know, I, I guess you know, you know the whole saying that you're you know, you you always gotta at least try. Don't don't ever give up on your dreams, but this is a dream, and I would say for most men, you should give up unless you're, you know, a celebrity or a musician or an athlete that makes a lot of money. You should give up because, I mean, like you said, I mean, it's hundreds, thousands probably of DMs.
1: No, it's thousands of DMs. And how thousands. is she going to go
0: through all that, like, in a day? Like, even if she had an assistant, who's going to go through all that in a day? And then, like, how was, how would one stick out? Like, what do they say? Yeah, how do you evaluate? Like, ooh, I like this guy. <laughs> I like Yeah,
1: he has, like, a nice beard. How do they
0: evaluate? Yeah, but, okay, first of all, I'm sure there's a lot of good-looking men all over this country, all over the world. But with her, I mean, it's going to be more than looks. I mean, you have to have a good talking game. And not only that, I mean, come on. She's one of the – I mean, I can't believe – you know, I I don't want to say I can't believe I'm saying this. But, I mean, yeah, she's one of the biggest just – Celebrities out right now, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, she's
1: worked hard at that. Yeah, I give her props for that for yeah. sure.
0: You know, the artists, and you know, mm-hmm. I, as I'm hearing it, she I guess, she's, she's gonna start getting more into acting and doing a lot of like comedy movies or whatever. So, um, yeah, I don't know where these guys are thinking they're gonna have a real legit chance. And I'm just being honest, like, I mean, that's in, I'm just even talking, like, like me and Quab, we've went in her DMs and shot a shot, you know, like, it's no. Like it's not gonna happen Yeah, I'm being
1: real. I'm being real. If I were single, I might throw a hay in there, like hey, see what happens. <laughs> okay, so all right, so I'm glad <laughs> you
0: brought that up. So oh, <laughs> so what would make you think that you throwing your hay in to the other thousands of guys that probably did the same thing? What that doesn't make you stick out. I mean, yeah, she could look at your profile and be like, Oh yeah, he's a good looking guy, he looks nice, but I don't first of all he she might not even get to you because it's just thousands of <laughs> guys. It's like a line. Got a line of people. <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah. We haven't gotten to you yet. It's taking four days. Like, nah. Like, now answer this question though, D.
1: Do you have a better shot of getting with Cardi B if you slide in her DMs and say hey, or if you don't slide in her DMs at all?
0: If you don't slide in her DMs at all, <laughs> how? <laughs> so let me tell you why. Okay, so <laughs> okay, so. In the DMs you're 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 up against like you said, thousands of guys.
1: You're saying you have a better chance of not hitting her up at all
0: than just hitting her up saying like, Yo, yo ma <laughs> Yo ma.
1: Yeah, because Isn't they that would say. Yeah, they
0: mean, they, well, I mean well, I no, I wouldn't say that, but a lot of New Yorkers in New York black men would, yes. Um but um <laughs> Never works, surprised. by the way. No dude
1: has ever got with a chick after saying "Yo." Well, actually, I shouldn't say. That. No, That's no,
0: no. That. You're absolutely wrong. A lot of dudes have. So you'll be you'll be surprised. But anyway, <laughs> um, so let me let me explain why. Because okay, when you slide in her DMs, you're in competition with thousands of dudes. But let's just say you're out, and you know, let's say you're at an event, and just so happens, Cardi B's there. And, you know, let's say, obviously, you're in an event, but maybe you were invited, like, with a friend. You knew somebody I know somebody. And that happens. You know, I've been at places where other celebrities have been just because I knew somebody there, and they got me in. I think we both have. You know, we would get a ticket. Yeah. yeah." You know, um, she happens to be there. Now, of course, she's probably going to have a of security around her or whatever, but those events, there's not crowds of guys going up to her. You know what I mean? It's more of like a, you know, social, maybe business kind of thing. So, you know, you may meet somebody. Said, "Hey, let me introduce you to." So I feel like you have a better chance at that, and then maybe meeting her that way, and maybe somehow saying something to her then, then you it sliding her DMs. And I'm being real. Yeah, you
1: have you have no, That's actually a good point. Like, if you happen to be lucky enough
0: to be out and about,
1: like at a at some restaurant well, like or event, something, like and
0: event that she may have come to.
1: Yeah, all it takes all it takes is for her to because she's probably gonna have mad security around right. her. All it's going to take is for her to be like, oh, that guy's kind of cute. And that's well, it. Not even that. Like just I just t- said,
0: the person that you knew or somebody that you may be with, like, hey, I know her sister or her bodyguard. And they're like, yeah, Cardi B's cool. Let me introduce you. It just takes that. So yeah. you have a better chance of that happening than you sliding in DMs. Like, you understand how big social media is, like the internet? Like, you're up against, I'm not even going to say thousands, maybe millions of guys she has seventy five million. Exactly. Dollars. So you're up against millions. Whereas at party, <laughs> yeah, there's still a lot of guys there, I'm sure, and you know a lot of people. But you have a better chance, like you said, when you're out and about or at an event, actually talking to her, maybe even having a, like forming a sentence, you know, having an actual conversation with her, than you sliding in her DM. Is you have absolutely zero chance, zero, unless you're a celebrity, like I said, an athlete or a musician. That's the only way. Or maybe a politician. That's it. A politician. Yeah. They'd be doing stuff like right, that. Too. Exactly. He mad shady. They're like married too. Like, exactly. But yeah, no, you have a better chance, like you said, out and about, maybe at an event. Like you said, maybe you happen to see her at a restaurant or uh, like a, a, a really popping like lounge or bar, and she just happens to be there, like you said, with mass security, but she's there, you have a better chance of that than in her DMs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
1: <It's a> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But right, D, that's gonna do it, man. What a way to end the show, huh? Talking about Cardi B's DMs, but <laughs> um, that'll do it for another episode. That'll do it for another one, you know. Um, looking forward to next week as usual, man. D, um, it was fun,
0: I enjoyed it, yeah, man. Like I said, I'm looking forward to next week. I love that you know the NFL is going on, so we always have a lot to talk about, and then you know, obviously, it's a bonus when all these other things are happening. Um, by the time we talk next time, it should be the NBA finals. So, you know,
1: yeah, Lakers, yeah. baby, we got this.
0: <laughs> yeah, we should be, got we should this. be, you know, probably discussing that as well. Probably starting next week, you know, with the finals coming up. So, uh, yeah, it should be good.
1: Yeah, definitely will be, man. But until then, we'll do it again next week, peace. man. Peace.